Hey, Shauna. Hi, Rach. <laughs> Here we are at lockdown day. I don't even oh, know. Who even knows? Um, we've been quarantining um, here in the ACT because Shauna's uni <laughs> had a case. So we went and got a test yesterday, waited in line for only two and a half hours, which is surprisingly short compared to some of the nine hour waits elsewhere. I don't know how they do it, honestly. A lot of respect and um, admiration for everyone who's waiting in those eight hour queues to get a COVID test. We're all in this together. We're We've all got in this. this together and... Yeah, obviously the healthcare workers are doing such a good job. Um, so, well, we thought today we would talk about something interesting, um, clairvoyance and unusual experiences that we've both had. Um, but I might let you start with your experience. We've just spent um, a bit of time listening to um, the time you went and saw a clairvoyant last year. Yeah, so... I mean, this is quite a interesting and I guess touching subject for me because um, for those that don't know, um, clairvoyancy kind of runs in my family. So it started from what I know from my great grandfather who was a psychic and um, my grandmother, my nan, um, Sylvia, she was a working clairvoyant too in her time. And apparently I have the third eye who needs to learn to Whoa. awaken it. God, I better watch I, it. Yeah, I've got it in my blood too, which is probably why I'm really interested in all of this. Um, yeah, I, th- I feel like I'm, I'm quite an intuitive person. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I feel like really deeply about, um, you know, people who have a psychic ability and being able to use it and the topic of like spirituality and everything. Um but yeah, I guess like I, I never, I never went and saw a clairvoyant. I felt like I never, ever needed to. I was always very interested, but you know, I went through a lot uh, last year in twenty twenty, and I was at a, I was at a point at about June of last year where I, I really, I really needed guidance and a bit of closure, and I, I just felt like I, I needed to reach out to someone who could, could help me. Um, with what I, I guess I, I didn't really know. And so I messaged a clairvoyant who didn't get back to me until about three weeks later. And it's, it's quite funny because the day that she responded to me, I was really in need of help and I really needed some clarity and guidance at the time. And, um, yeah, I booked in and I went to, went to visit her, which was a really, surreal experience like I I had no idea or expectation um going into that session and I walked out like this new woman who yeah it was just amazing absolutely amazing and I guess you know what sort of things we've just been listening to um the recording that you took that day played back and what I found so interesting is some of the things that she said last year have happened or she's even revealed things that you didn't know about your family that you later found out like what does it feel like to be I don't know to have that sort of encounter with somebody that knows so much about you and they they have you know no idea who you are yeah I mean it's it's so hard to explain um and like I I can totally understand why people you know don't believe in it or they just think oh you know they can they can just tell you what you want to hear or you can interpret it however you want 
but she had specifics about my life, like in detail, mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, she went into detail about like my relationships, uh, my childhood, my future, career. Um, yeah, it was just, it was mind blowing to say the least. Yeah. I, um, I've never been to a clairvoyant, although um, we have done tarot readings together. Um, and, you know, I feel the same, like when we've looked at some of the stuff that we've done, you know, it, I find like basically for people who haven't done tarot readings before, you know, you put out a bunch of cards and each card you might sort of um, have your own interpretation of it, but you can read about sort of what it means for your life. And I just found that they were all very relevant to my current situation, which at the time was, you know, confused about a relationship um, and I guess sort of there was, I think that what interested me the most was that the cards that came up told me what I already knew deep down and what I knew that I had to do. And I think that that's sort of what resonated to me the most, but you have some specific examples from the clairvoyant, like, you know, with your grandma's jewelry, um, like that was an interesting one. So basically, um, my nan passed away probably about, uh, nine months prior to seeing the clairvoyant and, you know, a part of me going into that session, um, you know, hoped that she would be able to, I guess, contact my nan and, um, I guess, talk to me through her. And, uh, yeah, so I, I brought in my, my nan's, uh, crystal wand, which she used to use when she was a clairvoyant for healing. And the clairvoyant took it from me. She said it was so powerful. There was so much energy around it. Um, she was like waving it up in the air, tapping it out to the universe to send me positive energy. And, um, she said to me that my nan was really struggling to contact me and reach out to me because I wasn't wearing a piece of jewelry she gave me. And I, I guess I, yeah, I I thought about it at the time and I was like, oh, I do have a ring that my nan, um, gave to me and, I hadn't been wearing it. I hadn't done anything. And I I wondered why my nan hadn't uh, contacted me at all because, you know, being the uh, spiritual person that she was and she had told me as a kid that, you know, if she ever passed away, she would give me a sign that she's still around. And I I always held on to that. And now I know why I could never make contact. And it was because I didn't have this this piece of jewellery, this ring on my my finger. And as soon as I, like, left that session... I searched my house looking for it. I found it and I suddenly just felt like this relief and this um, sense of happiness. And I just felt like I, I don't know, I just, yeah, I really felt like she was there. And, you know, there were times later on in that year that were really, really, really tough. And I'd go to sleep, I'd put the ring on, I'd hold it. I'd wake up in the morning feeling refreshed um, content and back on track with where I was going. And so I really believe that, you know, she is around and she's guiding me and she's helping me. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Very cool. And like she had some other interesting predictions about, you know, what your future man will be. <laughs> like there was some pretty um, interesting specifics. And the funny thing is like you've come across a few of these. Yeah, so she said uh, to me, so this happened in uh, June of last year and she said, you know, towards the end of the year, you'll meet someone who isn't from Canberra, but lives in Canberra. 
you know, that he's got, um, he's tall, he has a nice smile, he's financially stable, which is everything you wanted a man. (laughs) Tick, tick, tick. Um, But some of the weird specifics were things like a scar on his, um, like above his eye. And it's so bizarre because the first person that I ever went on a date with actually had a scar above his eye and he wasn't from Canberra. And I thought, oh my God, maybe this is the one. And that ended up just like not eventuating or anything, but yeah, Interesting. I've, <laughs> yeah, the specifics are like, yeah, I actually like met someone and, um, yeah, yeah. it's just kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And I guess like the other thing too, um, when you think about like, you know, um, what's the word? It's not, it's not like unusual experiences, but like spiritual experiences, you know, sometimes people think of like ghosts or like scary and like, we love our horror movies and everything like that. But you know, um, it's not, it's not like that at all. Like my, my experience that sort of I had with this sort of stuff, um, was when my grandmother passed away. It was about, oh, probably 14 years ago now. And I was, yeah, I was 14. Um, and she was being taken away by, um, like the, I guess it was the hearse and it was sort of like, she was in the the coffin and everything. And she was being taken away from the house. And like this house was my grandparents' house. And it like, I'd been there my whole life and like absolutely loved going there. And I remember it was a two story house and like out, um, there's a big long driveway that goes up a hill and then around the corner and off into the distance. And I remember running upstairs, looking out the bedroom window up the driveway and watching like the hearse take my nan away for the last time. And I was just so distraught, crying so much. And all of a sudden, you know, those like, um, blinds, there's some in the house here that like you pull down, um, and they go up into like a round roll. Yeah. Um, when you sort of pull down and they fly up. Well, anyway, I was looking out the window and all of a sudden as the hearse was going up the road, the the blind just came down in front of my face so I couldn't see anything. And I just wow. thought, that's her pulling it down so, you know, to I try and protect me. Like, oh. <laughs> I've told you this story yeah, before. I know, like. and it gives you goosebumps every single time. Um, so yeah, I feel like that was for me as somebody who probably is like a bit of a skeptic and um, you know, I guess for me like that's definitely opened my my mind about this sort of stuff and I at the end of the day I just think that there's so much that we don't know but if you can be in touch with your spiritual side, yeah. It helps. It helps in every way. Yeah, and I like, you know, I went for so long wondering when my nan would contact me because, you know, I felt like I would be the one out of like all the grandchildren who she would try and contact because, you know, we were quite close. I was so interested in her psychic abilities and everything. And she told me that um, she would, you know, give me a sign. Um, but my actual, my my grandmother, so my dad's mom, she, she passed away earlier this year. And um, I guess like after this experience with the clairvoyant telling me that I need a piece of jewellery to wear to um, contact my grandmother, I, I found this ring that my grandmother had given me. Um, it was her engagement ring and she gave it to me when I was about 15 and I put it away and I, I never really like, um, you know, wore it or saw it or yeah, took it out or anything. And, um, the day that she died, I put it on and I drove to Melbourne. I had to go and do 
like her viewing of her body um, to say my goodbyes and everything. And I went to sleep that night, you know, quite sad and you know, feeling quite guilty that I hadn't seen her and because she's from Melbourne. I hadn't seen her in a few years. And anyway, I went to sleep that night and I, I woke up all of a sudden um, out of a really, really deep sleep. And like I was just in shock. I just woke up and this huge waft of perfume, like this really strong scent just came past me and it was her perfume that she wore on a daily basis. It was the same one she'd worn for her whole life. She'd actually bought me that perfume myself that I used to wear as a kid so I could smell like her. And as soon as it disappeared, because it only, you know, it wavered around for probably like 10 seconds and then it was just like, poof, gone. I just, I felt so happy and I I felt like she was right there and she was telling me everything's okay. You know, it's her way of saying goodbye and not to be sad and not to feel guilty. And it just, it, it changed everything. And that was like the first real experience I ever had um, with anything like that. And I can't even explain how, I don't know, incredible it was. Mm, yeah. It's an amazing feeling. Oh, it's so amazing. And like, it still gives me goosebumps. I just got mm. goosebumps again, mm. um, which means who knows, she could still be around. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, grandma. <laughs> how do you, like going forward and, you know, like the, with being identified as somebody who is in touch with your spiritual side and like having the third eye, I mean, how do you plan to you know, explore that more? I don't know. I've, I mean, like I've always been interested in it. And, you know, when I was in year 12, so my final year at school, I went to this spiritual healer, um, not for any reason in particular, like my mom had just suggested that I should go and go and see him. And I, I guess I went in saying I was quite stressed and all of this, but as soon as I walked in, the guy was like, you have a huge energy around you. Like it is really big. And he just said, do you know that you, you have the same gift as I do? You could do exactly what I do. And I just thought, oh yeah, well, I have been told that before, but I guess I just, I have no idea of how to, I guess, awaken the third eye and how to use it. And, um, I, I did try and do a little bit of research with a friend back in the day, but I guess I never took it, you know, too seriously um but yeah I guess that might be something that we can do in lockdown yes <laughs> see if I can good. awaken my third eye we've got plenty of time on our hands that's yeah sure. that's life that's life that's what all the people say you're riding high in April shot down in May